You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall show and podcast. Broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia and houses 600 classic cars for sale and 300 barn finds on display. Be sure to check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. Now on to the show with our host, President of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart Howie. And good morning to the Classic Auto Mall listeners. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, JR. Everybody good this morning? Yep. I feel like I hadn't seen you guys in years. I know. It's, that's what I said today. It feels, feels like three years since I've been it's here. It's an eternity. It's like I'm oh, I, I'm not even sure I can pronounce your last name. It's been Hi, so long. <laughs> here we are. Are you busy over there? I'm you... sorry. It, was, it just dictated everything we just said on my phone, on a, and it's still doing it. Why is it doing that? You know, my car does that. It picks up stuff that I say. Right. And so I have they're, to whisper in front of my own car. They're always listening. They're always listening. I have to whisper in front of my own daggum car. We were talking about an interesting feature on cars earlier, the little mirror reflector that people had, because cars in the 40s and the 50s had this extended sun visor over the the windshield, and you couldn't see traffic lights when you were parked, unless you were, you know, 20 cars back. But if you were right at the traffic light, Mm -hmm. you couldn't see it. But they had this little reflector gizmo, Mm -hmm. sat on the dash, and it would reflect the color of the light coming down. So if it was red, you knew not to go, and green, go. That's fascinating. <laughs> well, I'm I'm a fascinating guy. Now, now cars will tell you if the car in front of you has, like, if you're at a red light and you're just texting or playing, right, right. With, playing with whatever. Right. Uh, if the car moves ahead of you, it'll tell it'll tell you, hey, it's yeah, time, time to go. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah man, I've also been in smaller cars that have a lower roof line, and you have to. Stop further back from the light, you can't or, see. or yeah. lean over, exactly. side, put your head sideways. Yeah, we were talking about the HHR and how narrow the the windshield is. Right, you really have to be set back to see the light. So those are just some problems that we have to deal with, you know. And I, I feel like <laughs> first world. <laughs> yeah, so that, if that's all I have to complain about, I guess then it's know, good. Th- it's a good day. It's a good day. Hey, guess what? We got an auction coming up in September. You're kidding, really? I know. I, I, I hadn't heard. <laughs> September the 15th, uh, by golly. And the consignments are really coming in. A lot of the consignments are going to be cars that are already here. We're just doing an adjustment on the pricing and kind of getting them, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they may be a little bit overpriced over the period of time they've been here. So we're going to thin the herd a little bit and uh, limit it to 125 cars. And it'll start uh, around 11 a.m. on Friday, September the 15th. We'll do about an hour's worth of memorabilia and then about four and a half, five hours of cars. And hopefully we'll sell a bunch of them. That's the plan anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we've got professional auctioneers coming in. Uh, my buddy Brent Earlywine from, uh, Kokomo, Indiana, mm-hmm. uh, is the lead auctioneer and Marty Hill, one of the finest ring men on the planet. Marty can, Marty can take bids from like six guys at the same time. He's like, he, that's a talent. That's like an a, art. It really he is. is like the magic man. Yeah. You know, he can just, he's amazing to watch. And when he gets two guys that just don't want to let go on a car and he's taking both their bids, you just get out of his way. So this will be less like Bonham's. And more like, more like some of the major major uh, Meekum auctions, like fast, that. Fast pace. faster pace, yeah. not the British style. <laughs> Do I hear five thousand? Excellent, sir. Excellent. The car is yours. The car. Bid. <laughs> the car is in your stead. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> now they're like, right. I don't know what they're saying, but uh, sometimes they actually say words. 
<laughs> well, that gets that, that, there's an energy to that that, mm-hmm. that causes people to bid. Yeah, <laughs> I, apparently, uh, I don't quite understand it to be honest, and and I, and I don't mean that I don't understand it because I don't agree with it. I don't understand it because I just don't kind of understand the psychology of it. But mm-hmm. there is a lot of psychology to auctions. Yeah. Um, you know, it it changes the dynamic, and it's funny when you see a car for auction that has a minimum or a reserve, then you um. It's, it's, it changes the dynamic of the auction. So when the car, when the auctioneer will say, Oh, the reserve has been met. You know, this is the next car to sell. You'll see people jump back in that maybe had stopped bidding mm-hmm. on the auction because a lot of times guys will say, Well, it doesn't seem like it's going to get to its reserve. So I'm going to move mm-hmm. on. I'm not going to waste my time bidding on this when it's not going to uh, meet the minimum price or what I'm willing to pay. And then all of a sudden they say, Oh, the reserve is off. Then those people might turn around and come back into the fray. You know, you never know when you lift a reserve at a, a car on an auction. You never know if it's going to get one more bid, ten more bids, a hundred more bids. Right. And we see it go both ways. We see them lift the reserve and the hammer falls, and that's all that was there. And then we also see it where people just keep bidding, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, might have a hundred thousand dollar reserve, and before you know it, the car's at one hundred and fifty thousand yep. because two guys just had to have it. And that happens a lot in this industry, and I and in the psychology of it is, you know, it's something. I, I'm glad I don't have to know everything about everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to mention that I did put a six minute video. It looks like thirty minutes, but it's a six minute video of us talking about the auction in detail on the radio on on the show, pre- right. a previous show on YouTube. So, if you oh, want nice. To learn a little bit about that, but you also have website content. Yep, yep. coming. Yep. yep, we do, and <laughs> yes, we do, and of course, we are. Um, we're going to. Record the auction or not record it, but we're going to broadcast it live on YouTube while we're, That's while right. the auction is going on. And it'll also be able to be seen on proxy bid. Mm-hmm. And proxy bid is an online bidding service that a lot of the auction houses use. Um, so they don't have to get into reinventing the wheel. So what they do is proxy bid will take bids live during the auction. Mm-hmm. So we'll have people in the audience bidding. Wow. Uh, people on telephones bidding through one of our car specialists, and then we'll have people online bidding mm-hmm. who can bid in real time, and uh, and you know it'll they'll it's no different than they're sitting in the building, you know. So it's uh it's an interesting process, and it certainly has opened it up to to a worldwide exposure because now you don't have to come to Morgantown. Not that we don't want you here. We'd love mm-hmm. to have you here. But if for some reason mm-hmm. your life precludes you from getting here, but there's a car that, that's in auction that, you, <clears throat> excuse me, that you can't live without, then you can go online or you can go on the telephone and bid in real time that way. Or you can put in an absentee bid, they call it, where you can say, look, I'm willing to go up to X amount of dollars on this particular car. And then we bid on your behalf, uh, up until that, that price point. So a whole bunch of different ways to do it. Um, if you're, if you're unfamiliar with the process or you're nervous about bidding or, you know, you don't understand it, but you want to be involved, reach out to us. We're happy to help and you can send uh, info at classicautomall.com and ask any questions. And there's no dumb questions. There's no, there's no right answer or wrong answer, you know, as far as when you're, uncertain or uncomfortable or unfamiliar with something, you know, just because I know it and you know it doesn't mean that everybody should know sure. it or does know it. Right. So uh, if you have any questions about consigning or bidding, info, classicautomall.com. And if you want to see the inventory, it's not quite up yet. It probably will be soon. And wherever this airs, we'll know when soon is. <laughs> but hopefully this will air tomorrow. Yeah. That's all right. Right. We're, we're hoping for January, uh, July 22nd airing. Yeah. 
Yeah, is that would make today the twenty first. That's hoping. correct. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> well, you know, it's um, we have been airing them, our first airing about a week later than we recorded them, just because we kind of got into that routine of that, and it worked well for our people in Atlanta and it worked well for us. But mm-hmm. ideally, we'd like to be at least within a day current uh, of the first airing, so I can talk about topical stuff sure. that I can't talk about now or I have to do the math to figure out, wait a minute, this airs three days from yesterday. For example, if this airs tomorrow uh-huh. and you're in the Morgantown area. You could come to the casino. We'll be at the holiday uh, Hollywood. Hollywood. Which is like a holiday. Yeah, <laughs> the holiday Holloway. Hollywood. <laughs> casino. A casino from 4 to 8 on Saturday. So if you're listening to this at. Uh, oh, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. is yes. the time. Yeah. Okay. And if, so if you're listening to this at 10 a.m. on Saturday, July the 22nd. Yes. Uh, then you should skedaddle on down here. Live music, food, and food, classic beer, beer garden, classic cars, beer garden. and a beer garden. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it's our first event with the with the casino here. They've been open about a year and some change. And of course, like any new business, they're finding their way. <clears throat> we did the same thing when we first started, mm-hmm. and and we've we've wanted to do something with them, and they've wanted to do something with us. Uh, but you know, the day to day stuff gets in the way sometimes. And that's unfortunate that that happens, but, but they've kind of got their legs now. They've got a good crew over there, a good team. Uh, they went through some of the, you know, hiring challenges that all of us have gone through trying to find staff, especially after COVID. And, uh, but things seem to be getting more normal, more good, stabilized, good. I guess. Uh, and your seat is still over there? You're, yeah. <laughs> yes, I still, still I still have my favorite chair at the <laughs> casino with my little player's card. And That's good. My daughter's in town, and we took her oh, over oh, there. Oh, is she? It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And it's uh, <clears throat> the nice thing about slot machines and video poker machines that they have a lot of over there is that you can play to your level. You know, you can play a nickel at a time, mm-hmm. or you can play a quarter, or you can play a dollar or five dollars, whatever is your comfort level. And, and, and that's great because, you know, you don't want to, uh, you know, some people, not everybody be comfortable betting $25 a hand on blackjack or right. something. But, you know, if you could get in for a $5 hand, then you can kind of learn the game and learn what it is. So, but anyway, we'll be there tomorrow from four to eight. And then again, August, uh, I don't know the date, August the 12th, I think it is, but uh, I'll look on our Instagram post. Uh, yeah. There you go. <clears throat> you had that there. So, yeah. uh, anyway, <clears throat> thanks to the Pat Travers band for the music and, uh, they're out on tour right now. If you get a chance, go see them and tell them Stuart sent you because I get a kickback for every ticket. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, they're, but they're out on the road doing their thing. And, and uh, you know, it's amazing that all these bands are still, still touring and they're their 70s and, and, you know. Yeah. Some of the guys well, we talked about that with, yeah. uh, with Obi. Obi. And by the way, that interview is fully up on YouTube now. Nice. In nice. two parts. And really Really interesting conversation. We learned a lot about the music business we sure and John did. Bon Jovi. That yeah, day. exactly. So Obi's been around Bon Jovi for gosh, thirty years. Thirty years. Yeah. So they've been buddies and car buddies and musician buddies and music buddies and whatever else you want to call it. And uh, yeah, pretty amazing story that uh, uh, to have that kind of relationship with. You know, it's it's funny. <clears throat> Famous people in general uh, tend to go through cycles with people and friendly, you know, they're friends mm-hmm. and then they're not friends. Or you have a manager who's managed you for 20 years and then all of a sudden you got a new manager, you know, and it's, sure. it's kind of the nature of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's, it's refreshing to see somebody who has been there for 30 years and still going. Yeah. And they're still producing stuff and oh, writing sure. and, and Bon Jovi, over a hundred million albums he sold. Wow. <laughs> I gotta say, I, in editing the video, I learned more about the, his philanthropic 
mm-hmm. efforts, which I kind of was here when he was talking about it, but didn't really pay attention. Sure. And I looked them up and I, and I looked at their websites. He, he does Project Home in Philadelphia and, uh, uh, Soul Kitchen. Right. Has various locations through sure. New Jersey and it's, he's done a lot of, and that's just the ones we know about. Right. Philanthropic. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these artists, uh, give in ways that will never be known publicly. They right. give to friends and, I mean, neighbors who are, you don't know, you yeah. don't know what all they that's do. Right. And so, but if you're a philanthropic, Oh, that was a big word. It is. In, uh, in general, then you probably give more than you probably people really even sure. realize or know. So anonymously and anonymously stuff like that. and, and if you good can, for him, he's yeah. done a lot of work. Well, and you know, gosh, it's good to give back, but it's good to be able to give back. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody has the luxury of having, you know, some people are living paycheck to paycheck. Right. A lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck. And it was really interesting in this interview with Obi to learn how focused John was from the very start. Right. And that Knew was, he was, and be was a star. something special about him if you met him, right, that kind right. of thing. And you hear that all the time about celebrities sure. and rock stars. There are a lot of people that aren't very talented that are successful. Yeah, that's right. Because their drive and desire got them there. That's so right. anyway, I'll leave you with that tidbit of music <laughs> insiderness. And when we return, we'll talk about uh, where we sold cars this week. We missed that set right. or that past two weeks. We return to the Classic Automall Podcast. See you in a minute. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in beautiful, sunny downtown Morgantown, Pennsylvania. I'm not supposed to say what the weather is. <laughs> it can still be sunny. It doesn't matter. It's always sunny in Morgantown, <laughs> except last night. That storm that came through. Oh, you got through. one? Oh, oh. That's, what the, that's what happened to the tree. Yeah, yeah that's the, the live, the big oak tree that's <laughs> laying across the live street. Oak. Yeah, the live oak seemed to be dead. It was, uh, laying across the street. Man, it came through here. And of course, zero percent chance of rain and, you know, Weather or any of any type, yet here comes these rolling thunderstorms. Right, and today it was supposed to be rainy, so I didn't bring anything fancy, and it's beautiful outside. Yeah. Well, we're not we're not supposed to talk about weather, but <laughs> theoretically, theoretically. So you didn't bring anything fancy, so you came in with the minivan, yeah, or Mini Cooper, the Mini Cooper. My Z eight is sold. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's yeah. going to be gone. How about so. that? Good. Good riddance. Good for you. No, I was going to say good for you. No, they're good. good no, it was a fun car. I didn't really get to enjoy it very much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, we buy cars to sell them, and that's we yep. drive them and, and while they're being available for sale. And sometimes they sell right away, and sometimes they don't. And speaking of which, where did the yeah. cars go that you have sold in the past <gasps> Why, two weeks? Steve, thanks so much for asking that. How about, oh, God, i got to get my breath Yeah, this take, it, take it easy. Newark, Delaware, Jamaica, New York, Erie, Pennsylvania, Lidditz, Pennsylvania, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, Harleysville, Pennsylvania, Fort Myers, Florida, Erie, Pennsylvania, Milton Keynes, Great Britain. Hmm. How about that? Avoca, New York, Westchester, Pennsylvania, Collegeville, Pennsylvania, Stroudsville, Pennsylvania, Miami, Florida, 
Elkton, Maryland, Glen Rock, Pennsylvania, Nazareth, Pennsylvania, Chiquilamula, Guatemala. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Williamstown, New Jersey, Spring Grove, Pennsylvania, Ronks, Pennsylvania, Coropolis, Pennsylvania, Birdsboro, Pennsylvania, Hudson, Ohio, <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee, Macedon, New York, Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland twice, <laughs> uh, Pottstown, Pennsylvania, Gales Ferry, Connecticut, Glen Mills, Pennsylvania, Lutherville, Pennsylvania, Merchtown, Pennsylvania, Pont de Loup, Belgium, no. Smithton, Pennsylvania, Princeton, West Virginia, Zanesville, Ohio, Bonnie Lake, Washington, Levittown, Pennsylvania, and Stewartsville, New Jersey. Ah. <laughs> we love Stewartsville. <laughs> no idea where that is. So, uh, have you been there? No, I haven't. <laughs> but I've been we in Bernardsville, but well, not Stewartsville. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to be named Bernard. See, that was my oh, mother's really? first choice. Right? Yeah, and then she's my dad's Stewart. name. Really? It's Twelve? Seriously? Tw- yeah, seriously. My dad's name is uh, Bernie. Bernie Bernard. Bernie Bernard. Uh, Twelve states and three foreign lands. Yeah, absolutely amazing. <laughs> and for our our listeners, I'm not a regular, like a full time person here, so I I don't come every day. And I was coming in today, and one of those buyers was loading up a 55 uh, Crown Victoria. Yeah, Crown Isn't that crazy? Oh, and and and, and, he was, and he told me the color, and I've now forgotten it. It's pink and white. Most people say, and right. he said, no, it's like island coral uh-huh. and. Sweet cream or yeah. something, you know, <laughs> right. it had some really neat name for the color, but it just looks so Key West. You know what's funny about that, it, cars like that? So we haven't sold many of those lately. We've got five or six Crown Victorias, 55s in, in inventory, and they, just for whatever reason, we weren't selling. And then last week we sold four. Yeah. And it's so funny. You got to wonder something on television, something happens, right. something, you know, a news story. All of a sudden, you just don't know. It's just things happen and you just can't explain it. So, um, 930 vehicles in inventory right now. And, uh, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And of course we had the Camaro Nationals last weekend, meaning July the 15th mm-hmm. and 607, I think registered Camaros for the show, plus another 150 that didn't register that were just here in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then all the others that came in here, we probably had 5,000 people through our building wow. on Saturday. No kidding. It was absolutely crazy. It's the busiest we've ever been. And of course, the Camaro Nationals has found their new home and it's here. They love it here. The members love it here. They love the walkthrough access to the hotel. Uh, the fact that they've, we've got a huge parking lot, you know, that just ease of access. Uh, and cars to look at. And plenty of cars that to look at. That are not Camaros. Yeah. Well, and that's the same with our auction. You know, listen, you come to our auction. Not only are you going to have the 125 cars on auction, but you've got another 900 ish mm-hmm. cars that are going to be for sale here. So if you miss out on whatever's, you know, running across the block, there's other opportunities. Including here. the rare is the L1 supercar, which uh, is right still there. here. Maybe it, maybe it sold out last weekend. Who knows? It, it could have. We, I think we had some interest in it. So you know, Yeah, or you a, came in for that whatever, and all of a yeah. sudden you go, wow. Yeah, didn't think about that. That's why we don't put all the cars in one room that are mm-hmm. of, of like makes or models. So we don't put all the Camaros in one room or all the Corvettes in one room. We want them spread out so you'll see not only the Camaros and the Corvettes, if that's your thing, but also you'll see some of the other cars that we have here because you never you, you never know what you want until you want it. Mm-hmm. You know, there are cars that I bought at auction or in other formats that I had no intention of buying. It wasn't anything I was even looking for. I was looking for a something, and I show up and boom, there's my car that uh, mm-hmm. 
that that one's speaking to me, right? And they speak to you. So speaking of that, some of the new cars, speaking of speaking to you, <laughs> some of the new cars in uh, this past couple of weeks, uh, the 58 MG MGA Roadster, uh, it's old English white over black and white. Is old English white different than regular white? It's just right, white. We were just talking about that color, color, <laughs> com- yeah. color names. Names, and I love color names. Two-owner car, garage kept. Um, four-speed mm-hmm. manual transmission. It's got a little inline four, but they're fun to drive because they're low to the ground. So that sensation of speed is like a go-kart, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like the TR3A Triumphs that your elbow almost drags the ground when you're yeah, that's right. out the door. <laughs> and the sensation of speed is greater the closer you are to the ground. Some argue this is the best body style for the MG, I'm, MGA. I would think that they were pretty close up there for the i mean listen the the regular 70 late 60s early mm-hmm. 70s mgs are the iconic mg that's what everybody recognizes some people wouldn't even know what an mga they might look at it have to look at it twice or or more to determine that mm-hmm. it is an mg yeah um but they really are good looking cars it is and they're not screaming fast mm-hmm. but they're a blast to drive you know you can corner with them you can you know you've got a manual transmission so you can keep the revs up and they're just a lot of fun to drive in a great little car. Uh, and kind of the opposite of that, we've got a 77 Monte Carlo in red over black. Uh-huh. Red is a great color for Monte Carlo. And you don't see many in that color. No, you and don't. And red is such a popular color. Right. You think, well, why wouldn't more people get a Monte Carlo in red? Right, because 77 was sort of the malaise period. So sure. things were green and black mm-hmm. and maybe silver. And This white. is a really cool car. 58,000 actual miles. It's got the 350 cubic inch V8 with a turbo hydromatic 350 tranny. It's called con time capsule, and it's the final year of the of the uh, big Monte mm-hmm. Carlo, if you will. The right. next year they were smaller, eh, not quite the same car. Right, and then know. they went to front wheel drive. Yeah, front wheel drive. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, and torque steer and a front wheel drive yeah. back yeah. in the day was right. Whew, you had to hold on because that wheel would yeah, jerk right. right out of your hand, <laughs> especially if you were really getting on it. They didn't quite have that down uh, at the time. Although a car that we're going to talk about later mm-hmm. did have that down. Mm-hmm. Back in the late 60s, early 70s, and that's a Citron SM. We keep threatening to talk about this, that's and right. we're going to talk about okay. it today because I'm not going to let time pass without that. Another new car we almost we almost got in. <laughs> we we, got we in. actually got in. We didn't almost get in. It's here. It's here. It's the 1999 Pontiac Firebird Trans Am 30th Anniversary Coupe. I just did a video on it this morning. As oh, a matter of fact, I was well, talking. Yeah. White, white, o- car. white over white. The blue wheels, which I love. Anodized blue, blue wheels. wheels. They're really cool. You love them or hate them. Some That's people right. really don't like those. I like them. I did too. They were, and colored wheels were not a thing back then. No, not at all. So this was like, wow, those yeah. were weird. I mean, think about it. Black wheels didn't even right. come into favor until just recently. And I'm not a big fan of the black wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, my Mercedes has uh, they're chrome, or not chrome, but they're brushed aluminum, whatever the heck they are. Yeah, they're yeah. silver. Yeah, yeah. But on the insert inside of them, they're black. So if they get dirty, a little brake dust on them, they actually look black. I see. So uh, I'm working with Mercedes to <laughs> rectify that. <laughs> so, There's no automatic washer on yeah, that? There should be, yeah. right? It's got automatic everything else. That's right. That uh, thing is crazy. It's got massaging, stone massage seats. <laughs> massaging steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I think if the wheels are black, they need to be shiny. Yeah, I've, I've I seen too. some of the dull ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what is this trend with the matte finish on the paint? I don't know, but I just saw an AMG GT Mercedes, which mm-hmm. is about a $250,000 car, and it was in that matte yep. black wrap. I, I don't know if it was a wrap or if it came from the factory that way. But so a some lot of them are factory. Yeah, yeah, but, some and them. some of them are wrap. Yep. 
I've seen some that look like primer gray, primer yeah. black. I'm like, well, it's well, it's it's strong. I almost almost liken it to um, the rest. I mean, not the rest of months, but the, the patina, uh, patina where people will glaze over the top. It's it's understated almost to a fault. Yeah, I, I don't like it. So let's just get that out there. Let's right get it out now. there. Yeah. I think it's um, starting a trend that is kind of peaked and it's starting to, to right. die, fall off a little bit. But I it's, like shiny. You yeah, know, I, yeah, I, I, you're yeah. paying that. You're putting your shiny money up there. You want some shiny car? <laughs> want some bling? You want somebody to not look at you when you just spend a quarter million dollars on a car? I mean, if you're spending a quarter million dollars on a car, then by golly, you want people to look at you. Gosh, and mighty. don't try to tell me any different. <laughs> but if everybody's got a shiny one and you have a, a and matte, then you finish, stand out. That's right. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so you see them at car shows. So right if there. you want to argue this point, podcast at classicautomall.com. There you, you go. Can call us and anyway, more about this Trans Am. Oh yes, why it's garage kept in one. Owner, uh, twenty-eight. Uh, thanks for keeping me on track. That's all right. You're really good at that. This is a really good, really good car. Twenty-eight thousand actual miles. It's the five-seven liter LS1 V8. It's got a six-speed Tremec manual transmission, and it's got the original window sticker. Yeah, which is really cool. Save everything. Mm, I know yes. I say this all you the say time. Every, every. Save every piece of paper <laughs> from any car you buy in any situation. You buy it at an auction, save the window sticker, save everything that comes with it, save, just save everything. Yeah. yeah. And these anniversary editions came with extra stuff too. So yeah, like sometimes that, they had a jacket yeah. or a coffee mug exactly. or a poster, Every, a pen, a pen, or whatever. Model cars, a lot of them. Yeah, they came with model cars. So save all of that because it's important and especially when it comes time to sell it because I've seen like Chevy Lumina Dale Earnhardt editions, right. same kind of low 5,000. Not that I, you know, it's my thing, but right. same, you know, both of them 5,000 miles. One sells for 30 grand and one sells for 40. And the difference between, they're the same mileage, mm-hmm. kind of the same everything. The one that sold for 40 grand has all the stuff, the book that came with it, the, mm-hmm. you know, all those different things. So save everything. And another car we just got in, which is one of my favorites, uh, is the 2002 Honda S2000 Roadster. These things are crazy fun and they're getting Pricey. They're starting to come up in value. Super uh, hot in the market right now. Silverstone Metallic over red. Two owners. 41,000 original miles. You know what these things rev to? High. VTAC. Oh. VTAC, right? Yeah. Okay. High. I was talking to one. Uh, a, a car? A, no. I, yeah. I was talking to one. No, a guy uh, was looking at it, and he turned out to be an expert in them. He right, has right, one, and right. he's telling me. He, I learned a lot about right. about them, and they are basically race cars for the street. Sure. They're kind of <clears> – <throat> the uh, the NSX kind of started it back in the day in 91 when that car was introduced with the variable valve timing mm-hmm. and the higher RPM. And then, of course, the – there were some VTEC motors in the, I don't know, the Integras and mm-hmm. other cars, but this one, 240 horsepower, two liter V8, not a V8, it's not, a, I don't know why I said That's that. Inline. Inline six. six yeah. yeah. And, uh, 9,000 RPM. Wow. Is that crazy? Yeah. And, uh, and it's also a six speed manual transmission. So, Great and then also 69 Camaro pace car convertible, Dover wide over orange hound tooth. Hound's tooth. Um, it's got vintage air on it, which is kind of a, you know, a replay and a 700 R4 automatic transmission, mm-hmm. which is okay. You know, that's the kind of modifications that if you don't have the original tranny, that's okay. And the vintage heat and air, it's hard to argue with somebody that wants to be a little bit more comfortable. And then, of course, last but not least, the 71 Plymouth Barracuda Hemi Cuda Tribute, <laughs> Rally Red Over Black, Mopar oh. Action Feature Car, 528 cubic inch Ray Barton Hemi. 
built A727 automatic, sub 10 second capable car. <clears throat> I mean, this thing is unbelievable. It's really, a, it's a beautiful car. It really is, and well done. When we return, um, we'll talk about some other things. So <laughs> we'll see you back at the Classic Automall Podcast in just a couple of minutes. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You know, we were talking earlier about the Citron SM, and now I'm going to finally get to talk about this car. I've been wanting to talk about it for a while. So the Citron SM uh, was a car that was built by Citron uh, from 1970 to 1975. 2.7 liter V6, later it was a 3 liter, about 168 to 178 horsepower, which in 70 to, you know, in 75 was a lot of horsepower. You know, I think my Trans Am mm-hmm. had, we always talk about. That's right. 180. So <laughs> yeah. this thing had, you know, two less, five speed manual. But this one, these SMs were Citron's folly. I mean, they were, they probably bankrupted the company because they bought Maserati huh. just to have the engine. So the three liter V6 came from a Maserati. It was a uh, Citron. They, I think in a, they called them a Citron Maserati, but I don't think that was the official name of mm-hmm. them. They were Citron SMs. Uh, they produced 12,000 of them and they were responsible for bankrupting the company in 1974. <laughs> so what a proud moment for the right. uh, Citron SM, right? Wow. It was a 72 motor trend car of the year. Huh. Yeah. And, uh, but it had some really major, I mean, the stuff that it had, was amazing. It had front wheel drive, variable assist power steering, which was unheard of. Um, it had a, if you hit, this is so crazy. And, I, and what reminded me to want to talk about this again mm-hmm. is torque steer when you drive. If you've never really driven an older front wheel drive car and you hold the steering wheel and you floor the gas and you're not dead straight, that thing will, the steering wheel will jerk around in your hand mm-hmm. a little bit. So. In this Citron, if you hit a pothole at high speed, it would not turn the steering wheel in your hand at all. And when you took went around a corner and released the wheel, it went back to dead center, hmm. which was a technological thing that a lot of cars didn't have uh, uh, back then. Rain-sensitive windshield wipers. That's interesting. Yeah. And in, in uh, Europe, they had what they, they called them trip lights on the old uh, pre-war 30s cars, but the, the headlamps would, would corner with you. And those mm-hmm. were illegal in the U.S. Cause, oh, because why not? 
<laughs> well, I mean, you know, some of the laws that we have on the books are, you know, questionable at best, and certainly that seems like one of them. Yeah. I mean, I know now that a lot of cars have side marker or side lights that when you go around a corner, they'll light up. So you can see if you're not going to hit the yeah. curb. Right. Like my wife likes. No, she didn't hit the curb. I'm just kidding. Oh. She gets mad. I need, I need a front camera for my wife. So. <laughs> hey, you guys are in trouble now. I'm in trouble now. You'll edit all this out, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> and, no. you know, speaking of French cars, I, we mentioned the Tour de France before. Uh-huh. And I said how Peacock put it on premium. Right. Well, I found out my, my DVR keeps recording. And apparently, if you want to watch it live, yes, you have to pay premium. But Peacock reruns them, so I have all the stages. <laughs> and so I've been watching, and and you have to refresh my memory. Wasn't Colombo's car that little square looking tin can? That was a Citroen, wasn't it? No, yeah, the Peugeot or it was a or Peugeot, Peugeot or Renault, or Renault, one of the. Type. But you do see uh, in, in France, you mm-hmm. see so many of these cars, like Skoda, which is owned by Volkswagen sure. and some others. But there are also uh, a lot of the uh, more classic. Uh, French cars. Sure, absolutely. And what was interesting about the Citroen is that it was an aluminum V8. It weighed 309 pounds. At the time, a Chevrolet 350 V8 weighed between 540 and 575 mm-hmm. pounds. So, I mean, and you think, well, 200 pounds is not that much, but sitting over the, well, the front wheels for a, a Chevy V8, the Citroen was I don't know. Yeah, the front wheel. Yeah, front, the, I mean the front, 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 front engine. engine. Yeah. yeah. So uh, really interesting car, and you don't see them hardly at all. And apparently these things would just corner like they were on rails back in the day. All this innovation, and this one bankrupted the, yeah, the company. Yeah, we took them right under. I mean, think about it. There's been a lot of cars that, uh, you know, Edsel almost brought down Ford. Mm. Um, Tucker was brought right. down by, you know, the building his car, DeLorean. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Brickland. I mean, you Brickland could, brought down nobody. But, well, they but, didn't. But, yeah, but Canada. Yeah. Well, Malcolm Brickland probably still had plenty of money, no matter what. So <laughs> right. and drugs brought down Delorean. Delorean. Yeah. The the uh, cocaine highway got him, and uh, you know what a shame. I mean, the guy was obviously desperate. He wasn't even a drug. You know, he probably didn't even know what cocaine was, or or what to. Exp- you know, who knows how it worked in your system or anything like that. He just saw a path of, you know, maybe salvaging his company, which Mm -hmm. is such a shame, you know. I mean, of course, they're like the Cosworth Vega, you know. The idea of it was fantastic, but what the end product became Mm -hmm. was not so fantastic. The Cosworth Vega was going to have a serious Cosworth racing motor. The DeLorean was going to have more of this, and it was going to be a lot cheaper. Mm -hmm. See, the thing about the DeLorean was is that, Originally, I think it was going to be priced at like, I don't know, $15,000. And that was very attractive to people to have a futuristic looking sports car. But then it ballooned up to twenty-five or thirty thousand. Wow, back and, then, and back then that changed the dynamic. Now, the wheels on your new Mercedes are twenty-five grand. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the price of cars has just gotten so outrageous. It's well, just, DeLorean's still. We, I did Doyle stand at Dusk last mm-hmm. last week. Huge show, two hundred and fifty cars, right. and damn, the DeLorean's still getting they, the crowd around it. They Some, get attention. The movie and, had a lot to do with that. Obviously. Yeah, and uh, I'm on the board of directors at the Boyertown Museum, and they have the Back to the Future car there on display for the next couple of months, I believe. Oh. And it's really increased their business. Yeah. I mean, their weekend traffic has gone from, you know, tripled, quadrupled. Wow. And and so the relevance of that is still around, is that Back to the Future movie, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people of our generation and even a little bit older really remembered. It's funny, I was saying to my wife the other day, we were somewhere, and I said, 
you know, looking at a, a white haired older lady and thinking, you know, she listened to rock and roll because she's close to our age and she grew up in that era and listened to rock and roll. That's right. That's that, that meme on Facebook and y'all, y'all's grandmas, you know, back in the seventies and girls with like hip hugger bell bottoms right, right. and, you know, tube tops or whatever. Sit standing by a Camaro. Sit by a Camaro. And these were your, this was your grandmother. That's right. <laughs> it's kind of hard to fathom. It is. You know, it really is. Cause well. I can't imagine my grandmother doing that. And even the younger generation, they're rerunning these movies now. They'll have the, the back to the future trilogy on Freeform sure. or TBS or one of those. So e- even if the adult, the parent or grandparent watches it, a lot of times the kid is in there and now they're seeing it. Oh, wow, that's a cool looking car. Well, and that's the thing that can, continues to, we hope will continue to make the hobby um, proliferate and, and continue because, you know, we want kids, whatever you get into, I don't care what it is mm-hmm. car related. I just want it to be car related, whether it's low riders, whether it's, uh, imports, whether it's muscle cars, whether it's pre-war stuff, 50 Barbie's stuff, pink Corvette, Barbie's pink Corvette. Um, you know, we want the hobby to, to continue. And the only way for that to happen is to get the younger generation involved. And so, you know, of course kids today, we've talked about it. They don't, they don't care as much about cars as, as we, I mean, listen, the minute, the very second I could get my driver's license, I did. And I know kids today, they're like, Oh yeah, I turned, I turned, I was, could have got my driver's license like three months ago, but I was busy and didn't have, it's like, what do you mean you're busy? All right. How do you, you right. didn't get your driver's mm-hmm. license right away? And of course we could get ours at 16. This generation, I mean, I saw a video yesterday about how they're not interested in mutual funds. Uh, they don't stay in jobs longer than three years. Right. It's really it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. You get bored quickly. Very quickly. Very uh, Well, it's that MTV generation, which will date me for even saying that. But it's that fast-paced, you know, yeah. cutaway, cutaway, cutaway. And movies are like that. They're hard to follow. I mean, the kids today would not be able to sit through the videos we sat through on the MTV. So Absolutely. it's even faster now. Yeah. It's even less. And it, I think it's the, the phones, the Internet, and all that stuff. What do you say? What's the average video on TikTok? It's like 15 seconds yeah, yeah. is what TikTok well, it, is, right? You can have a 30-second video, and it'll tell us how how long people watch for. And not many people watch past five, six seconds. It's unbelievable. Yeah, right. It's just, just going, like they're just going. Like i got to get to the next one. Oh, because I'm going to miss. There's yeah. something else I'm going to miss. Yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah. That's I, like that career, a career in radio is like that, though. <laughs> You're not, I don't think I've had one over three years. <laughs> Very true. true. Show yeah. business. Show yeah. business is like that. I think, and of course, you know, as we've talked about, who would want to be an actor today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you think about it. I mean, yeah, you're Tom Cruise or you're, you know, somebody like that, Tom Hanks. But all these mid-level actors, they got to all be out of work or I guess they're doing Hallmark movies right. now or whatever. What's yeah, I, I, I just heard a, uh, this morning coming in, I heard a, an interview with a, a female comedian and I missed her name, uh, who is appearing in Philadelphia this right. weekend, but she does a lot of writing and so now she's on strike and she talked about how, you know, most people think, oh, you've been in a few shows uh, as a rich. actor. Yeah, you're, you're rich and you've got a butler and everything else and it's like, no, it's not like that. I would like to have a butler. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? A man Friday? Wouldn't we all? <laughs> Come polish my shoes and uh, straighten my tie, and uh, I've got a stain in my shirt here. And you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to be that close to anybody. Right. <laughs> you don't want to have, you know, go out in the garage, wax my woody. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> don't think any, don't think too long about that comment. Yeah. We, we'll try not to, but I can't unhear it now. Yeah. We'll edit that out. <laughs> yes. Um, so <laughs> FCC rule. Yeah. So my buddy and I used to take road trips. My buddy mm-hmm. Ralph, Ralph and I would take road trips and 
I'd get bored. We'd be driving from Tennessee to Florida, and I'd get bored, and I'd be watching Ralph out of the corner of my eye. And he'd be over there, and you'd see those eyelids starting to get a little bit heavy. And he'd just about, and oh, then that eyes would close. And I was watching every second. I was timing it just right. The minute those eyelids closed not to reopen was the minute that I would go, slam on the brakes, turn the wheel, and scream as loud as I could. And poor Ralph. I, nice. You know, God bless you. If you haven't had a heart attack by now, uh, I, you got the, the toughest heart <laughs> on the planet because, oh, my God, I did that to him so often. It was so cruel. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I was bored, and we were driving all the way to Florida. You know, that was One of the best when Vine was a thing. Vines were eight-second videos that were eventually replaced by TikTok. But right, there was right. one where the guy was driving with his wife, and she was sleeping, and there was a, a semi-truck being towed. Back in, yeah, right, right. And he woke her up and started screaming. <laughs> and it was the best. That was and the best so movie. now he, half of his stuff is gone. Right, right. <laughs> he no longer owns no half more videos of for his him. stuff, <laughs> and half his income is gone for life. And what a funny, funny joke! Pretty right? vi- it went viral. It was pretty <laughs> <They're> hilarious. <laughs> and so when you say it went viral, like how many views? Oh, millions like and millions. That's crazy. Millions. millions yeah. But it's only for a few seconds. And how do yeah. you monetize that if there's no advertising? I don't remember. Does TikTok monetize things? Yep. How do they monetize? It's it's uh, per thousand views. Oh, we've talked about it. It's, I, it's pennies on there. No, no, no. I know that. But I'm saying is is that TikTok is so short with these five or eight seconds. How do you put an ad in there? How do you? Oh, and there's no. It's not really ad based. So yeah, I don't. I don't know how they, they make. How I don't they know. Make. <laughs> well, there's because what's if, the algorithm? If you're on TikTok, they have full length commercials that look like TikTok videos, and if it says sponsored underneath oh. it, so it's a commercial for something. But you think sure. you're watching a TikTok, and as long as you stay on the app. And, right. and, you know, grind through it. Then, uh, I'm still a MySpace guy. <laughs> does that even exist? No, it doesn't. No, it's, it's antiquated. It's, well, if it does, it's, <laughs> it's like a rotary dial. I'm sure Zuck- Zuckerberg bought them out or something. Oh yeah. And isn't there a new thing that we're going to replace Twitter called Thread? Yeah. Sorry, folks. Yep. I know this is not fascinating to anybody listening and why we're continuing to talk about this. I don't know. No. So, so did, we've asked this before. What, high, what car ruled your high school parking lot? What was the coolest car in your high school parking lot? <clears throat> My car and was the coolest. The, the Trans Am, but yeah, but nobody really paid much attention to it. I wasn't like a, <laughs> you mean you didn't get extra special attention uh, no, from the good looking girls? Not really. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I don't know. Camaro, like some people had base model 307 Camaros, right. you know, late or early eighties. Sure. Which we have here and mm-hmm. they do very well. And, uh, that's, so that was kind of it. Yeah. F bodies, F yeah. bodies were mainly it. Well, that was, I mean, when I grew up, I was, I'm 70. When did I graduate? 80. So <laughs> right. born in 62, graduated in 80. Yeah. I can do the math. 65 and 83. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, we, I had a Trans Am back in the day and I, I, I don't know that anybody knew about it or thought about it or anything. Right. So anyway, when we return, that was a fascinating <laughs> segment. <laughs> nice tidbit. Yeah, glad we could throw that in. When we return, we'll uh, talk more about some other stuff. Talk to you in a minute. Yeah. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. 
Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. If you love classic cars, you're gonna wanna listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And in the background, you hear the golf cart in yes, reverse. Uh, in the OB interview, there was no way to filter that out, so I actually put out you know, some words on the screen saying, that's one of our golf carts backing up. It is loud. We have, what, 12, I think, 11 or 12 golf carts that run around this building all day long. And the reason we have them... <coughs> Because we are lazy. <laughs> no. The reason that we have them is because you couldn't get anything done. You'd be walking all day long. You, I mean, listen. You'd be from, healthy. Yeah. You'd be very healthy. <laughs> but why, but to get that? from here to the end of the South Mallway. Yeah. Is it, you know, three minutes to walk there? Mm-hmm. Three or four minutes probably? Well, I run, but that's okay. I, oh, you do. I, run. <laughs> I do. I've never seen you run. I do. I run through the mall. <laughs> never. If, Garrett runs. Yeah. You don't run. Uh, I've never seen you. All right. I'll show you. So I want to talk today about... Zeus fasteners. Okay. All right. Interesting. <laughs> Why not? You know what a Zeus fastener is? Of course you do. Yes. It's, this is where you fill the, uh, the grease. No. The Zeus oh, that's fastener. A, that's a Zerk. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's right. <laughs> it's a quarter turn locking agent that like on a, on a hood, like hood, you know, where you have a hood that's yes. got the fasteners on okay. it. And that you turn them a quarter turn and they lock into place and okay. they're very, very secure. Gotcha. Until you take a little screwdriver and turn it a quarter turn and then it becomes unsecure. Like Ikea I mean, stuff. Yeah, kind of like Ikea. Yeah, gotcha. Put it together. So <laughs> it's a turn lock fastener. So they, if you've ever bought office furniture from like Staples, that's that particle board stuff that you have to put together. Right. They have wood dowels and yeah, a bottle of glue. And, they call it a cam. Yeah, a cam fastener. It's the same kind of thing. Gotcha. And then you got nails and... Kathy and I bought 27 pieces of office furniture from Staples one time, and it all showed up on a truck, and they dumped it in our garage, and we're like, Mm -hmm. and it took us three weeks of eight hours a day to put these 27 pieces of furniture. My hands ached from it. Oh, sure. But So the cam lock is like the Zeus fastener, Um, and it was developed by... Volodymyr Zeus, mm-hmm. and he was from Eastern Galicia. Of course he was. Where, yeah, uh, I don't know. He immigrated to the U.S. Somewhere though. in the Eastern Bloc. Later took the name William Zeus, and um, he filed a patent for these things in 1931. And they were, uh, see, the servicemen in Europe had seen these on airplanes and stuff. So when they came home, they thought, what a great way to fasten the hood down that you needed to maybe completely release and you didn't have to have the hinges and the, all the trappings of a hood because you just lifted the whole thing off and put it aside. 
and uh, he he built them in West Islip, New York. Hmm. And uh, but they were they were built to you know it was really easy to 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 utilize them for racing applications where you needed to maybe access things quickly. And uh, they're pretty fascinating. So there's the Zeus fastener, fascinating fascinators. <laughs> you know anything I can do to help. And and of course, you know, uh, we we give quizzes later. So. Can we talk about Zerk next week? <laughs> yeah. What sure. is Zerk? Zerk is the it, grease fitting. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, yeah. For you know, CB joints and stuff. Do you know? It's a great cars? question. Yeah. Great question. Uh, <laughs> do I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't get under my Mini Cooper, but I. <laughs> Have you ever even looked at the engine? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, I so do, absolutely. I'm trying to think. I there, check the oil. Uh, I don't think I've ever looked at my new Mercedes engine. I don't think I've ever. And you know, of course, back in the day when you bought a car, the first one of the first things you did was open the hood. Yeah. Oh, look at that! You know. Mm, yeah. I don't think I've even ever looked at the engine. Right. I mean, <laughs> why would I? You don't have to. I don't have to. It's just going to be a big plastic cover yeah, anyway, for the most part, with a big logo on it. That's true. Oh, and a public thank you right now. Public thank you. Speaking of staples, yes, for my comfy, racy-looking chair. <laughs> you got which also, <laughs> which also took me a couple hours to put together. But, any, uh, am I being billed for this time? <laughs> were there any Zeus fittings on that chair? Can we get free stuff from fasteners? Staples? Yeah, fasteners. Come hey, on, staples, staples. We were mentioning you. And Coca-Cola. Yes, I'm drinking one. I didn't even one. want it. But I drank it in in deference to my favorite beverage, Coca-Cola. Yeah. So, you know. So come on, guys. Yeah, we need some sponsorship money. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're running out of money here. <laughs> <laughs> we're on our last leg here. <laughs> you know, um, some of the cars we've been getting in lately, though, are just really impressive. And the, and the quality of the cars is really amazing. And that, that comes with time. You know, we, we didn't expect right out of the gate that people want to kind of see if you can, you can live up to what you're, you're advertising. And, and I get that. And so it took a while for us to start getting that level of, cars, but it's starting to happen more and more. And we're not abandoning inexpensive cars. Listen, we're happy to take El Caminos and, and uh, you know, kind of entry-level sure. collector or special interest cars mm-hmm. in, but uh, it's nice to see some of the higher-end stuff as well, too, uh, because we have a clientele for it now. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got uh, 40, just right under 40,000 email addresses that we sent our newsletter to. I just sent it last mm-hmm. week. Had a 52% open rate and like a 8% uh, click through rate, which is phenomenal numbers. And if you look at all of our stuff, uh, the numbers are really starting to creep up as far as our, our views on YouTube videos, uh, our stuff on TikTok. I mean, I just saw a report. We had, we put an 87 grand national on TikTok at 44,000 views. And you think everybody says TikTok is these young kids mm-hmm. and they don't, well, an 87 grand national doesn't necessarily appeal to the, what do you call this generation? Yeah, this I don't know. Youngest, what X, Y, X, I can't chromas to carry the two and <laughs> whatever the Q, Q, whatever it is. 44,000 views and the 80Z28. Was that the white one? It is the white yeah, one, yeah, the white that one with, is with the blue, yeah. industrial looking, isn't it? Uh, with I the mean, white wheels, and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I said that was the thing back then. Yeah, it was about the look. It wasn't a fa- the fastest Camaro, but thirty nine thousand and growing. That's just yeah, you know. thirty nine thousand seven hundred views of that thing. It's just unbelievable. And our our uh, YouTube subscribers were up to like two thousand one hundred scri- subscribers on getting YouTube, there, yeah, little and, little by little. Yeah, I mean it's it's Instagram over two thousand subscribers. Facebook we're at. 18,000, I think, or something like that. And then with the email, I mean, I'm sure this is all fascinating to our listeners. Mm. 
We're just well, curious. If you're listening and you're not following us on one of those platforms, be, please be sure do. do. Yeah. yeah. And if you have any questions about the show, podcast at classicautomall.com. And I, this is a good time to mention that we are heard. If you're listening uh, right now on the Classic <laughs> Automall podcast uh, on our Classic Automall website, there are other places you can get us. iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, just added to Amazon Music. Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Podcast Index, and wherever you get your <laughs> podcast. We're going to make Stuart a star. Yeah. By God. Go, by God. We'll force him down their throats. <laughs> every platform available. We'll be everywhere. He's like, every, he's there. He's right behind me. We just got to get on terrestrial also, and that'll be the, there's that'll a, be there, the final frontier. That's, that's in the plan. Yeah. There, there's a clothing store. I won't mention where it is, but the guy like, Puts his chin on your shoulder when you're shopping. It's like he's right there, and he whispers in your ear, "Can I help you?" Oh, he's everywhere. He's like, you just go around the corner. There he is. Oh, the golden voice of classic online right. commission. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I. You may or may not believe this. I, I'm I'm doing this because I love it. It's fun, Man. and I love having guests on. And even though you know it's just you today, <laughs> it's still fun to sit here and talk about cars and talk about classic automobile because we're passionate about it and we love it, and we hope it's entertaining. And if it's not, well, mm-hmm. uh, and I've got to say again, as someone who's basically walked in this year, right? It's an amazing place. It it really is. Right. If you're in even modestly into cars, you, you'll bring someone with you, a wife or a, or a friend, other family member or something, and they'll be like, "Wow, you it know, it's a wow." I yeah. mean, the, the stores that mm-hmm. not only in the mall, it's a real mall. You know, some places call an auto mall, and it's just a bunch of car dealers down mm-hmm. the street. This is an actual building. And it was a former mall, and inside what were the, not only in the main hallway, mm-hmm. but in the stores. Yeah. Each store is filled with cars. Yeah, it's not like the food, the uh, carts that you have down the center of the mallway. That's <laughs> no. the only cars that we have. Right. But, you know, and that was our whole idea for this. And and listen, we do it, like I said, because we love it. Yes, we're in business. Yes, we're in business to make money. Um, we But we, we, we like doing this. And I love having guests on and talking about, you know, different aspects. And whether it's music that dovetails into cars or cars that dovetail into music or whatever it is we like talking about it and we hope that you know it's of interest to people and i i, I get a lot of positive comments so i think it is i, I you know oh I, yeah and when people are i'm surprised sometimes when people come up to me and say mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I heard your podcast about so and so or whatever, and I think, wow, at least one person <laughs> listening. Speaking of guests, I'm yes. sorry to go back to Obi, but I spent three days editing right, that video, right. so I'm like, I'm in Obi mode. So you have a man crush. Obi mode. <laughs> I'm just saying. He says you you asked him how did you find the place? He just wandered in. Right. How did you find him? Wander, like, how did you know that was him? I don't remember exactly the scenario. Oh, I do. I do know. We have a customer that had brought us uh, John Bon Jovi's son's, cor- son's Corvette, Corvette right. that we were selling for him. And I I don't know that he was here with him or something. Somehow, I was just driving through in the golf cart, and then and, and our customer that showed uh, introduced us, said, uh, oh, this is Obi, uh, and, and, and then we got started. Okay, but, gotcha. but that didn't happen with uh, Rick Wakeman, right. because he just came in and wandered <laughs> didn't around. Tell anybody. And didn't tell anybody and wrote his name, and you know it has to be him. R. Wakeman at WakemanMusic.com, wow. or whatever his email yeah, address yeah, yeah. was, uh, was had to be him. Somebody wouldn't just have that email address if you weren't really him, although, you you know, this AI thing, they can, you know, pretend they're you. So they that's say. Right. That's they, true. That's true. That's true. We need that. a camera, a sort of a celebrity alarm at the door, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, if you're famous. It, it, it somehow it, just hit this facial button. recognition. Yeah. Oh, hit this button if you're famous. <laughs> yeah, just hit the button if you're famous, even if you're incognito. Right, right. You know, if you're just, a big record producer, just, yeah, just let us know so we, you know, we don't act like we're <laughs> complete idiots. Right. 
because uh, I'm sure there's been other famous people through here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just don't know. Well, anytime anybody plays Philly, that's a notable like uh, Adam Carolla, Jay right. Leno. I'm always like sending out feelers like, hey, sure. hey, come out to the mall, come out to the mall. But they usually they're here for a day and they're gone. Well, that's just the, that's the life of a musician. Oh, yeah. you played in Rome and Paris? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I never saw it. Yeah. It might as well have been you know Stad yeah. or Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. or I don't know why I said Portland, Oregon, <laughs> but but I did. So hey, speaking of Stad, yes, does the Pirelli calendar still exist? The what? The Pirelli the tire, tire calendar? calendar? I have did no idea. No. Is it a good one? (laughs) It's a lot of uh, scantily clad women with tires. I'm sure it's gone then. (laughs) I'm sure it's been. It's It's not PC. Ixnay on the. Ixnay on the. uh, Allender K. Pecaney B. No, the Pirelli calendar was like the the sophisticated version of the calendar you'd see in all the garages, the greasy hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl, the buxom girl, and and with the grease on her and, you know, working on a car or whatever. This, the Pirelli calendar was like supermodels with tires and, but it was, you know, shot by famous Helmut Newton, the famous photographer that Hmm. did a lot of work back in the day. And, and, uh, it was really, it's really, I don't know if it still exists. Now I got to find out. Podcast at Classic. Go to yeah, if you have one. Yeah, if you have one, like send to it to us. <laughs> you would like to see it. And uh, next week, uh, we hope we might have a guest on. Not that I don't love my time with you. I and love JR. being here. Uh, it's just you know, it's it's good times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of people out there, and yeah, there's plenty of people we'll to talk and and to and about, and uh, we hope that you know the next time Rick Wakeman comes in here, I hope he's listening. If you're listening, Rick, come give on, me a call, send me up, send me an email, right. let me know. Are anybody really... tied to anybody who uh, is, <laughs> has a name halfway famous halfway. And... <laughs> or infamous? <laughs> infamous. And one last color thing: my first new car, '72 Pontiac Firebird. I had four Firebirds, all of them were six cylinders. I never had the Trans Am. <laughs> right. I had a black one out Sorry here. Sorry to hear that. But mine was. A uh, a green color, right? And it was it was like a metallic green, Verdora. dark, and it was called julep. Talk julep, about cool names. Yeah, well, the mint julep is that's exactly uh, where that, that came from because right. you put a sprig of of uh, mint mm-hmm. in a mint julep and muddle up that sugar and bourbon in the bottom and Southern just get drink. hammered. There we go in one drink. <laughs> Back to the south. You're sitting there on a couch sipping one, and you sip the whole thing. And you stand up to go get another one. You're like, well, hello. Wait, you get up to get another one? No, you get, well, you, you have your your time. man Friday to come get it for you. So, okay. My butler. I was say wife. Yeah. If I'd won that daggum million dollar Powerball last. Billion. Billion dollars. Billion. Excuse me. Yep. Excuse me. Yeah, Sorry. Like the Seinfeld episode where somebody was uh, punished by the court to be your butler. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, if I'd have won that billion dollars, I might have had to have a man Friday. So, yeah, right. uh, exactly. but anyway, um, hopefully next week we'll have a guest or we'll just sit here and jibber jabber again like we've done. And, uh, uh, come see us at the Classic Auto Mall here in Morgantown, Pennsylvania, and uh, go to our website, ClassicAutoMall.com. If you have any questions, podcast at ClassicAutoMall.com. And uh, we'll hope to catch you next time. Tell all your friends and neighbors if you like it. And if you don't like it, tell us. Send us an email and tell us why we're stupid. <laughs> anyway, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you listening to our show, and don't forget to come visit us in person next time you're in southeastern Pennsylvania. Admission is free, and our hours are on our website, ClassicAutoMall.com. You can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at ClassicAutoMall.com. To reach the show, email us at podcast at ClassicAutoMall.com. Classic Auto Mall podcast is produced by CarSmart Media with music by the Pat Travers Band.
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.